0: Hi guys, this is Jake Parker. Welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Fit podcast, where it's my job to help you apply knowledge that is both scientific and practical into your own life to maximize your physique development and your overall body, as well as your mind. The combination of these two things is what makes you Beyond Fit. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I've talked about a little bit in the podcast and that I've always tried to make clear is a very important part of my life, and that's meditation. And specifically, I wanted to talk about two lessons from two years of meditation. So I've been meditating regularly for about two years now. I would say at least a year to a year and a half. Of being consistent with medicate with uh, meditation definitely before the pandemic started i definitely feel like i was in a good groove it took me a long time to not just make it be one of those things that i wanted to do and try to do more of which usually just leads to it being you know something you might do every week or you know every so often but i really dialed it in as far as being a routine uh, about a year and a half ago excuse me. And I did that by just making sure it was one of those things that I do first thing in the morning. For me, the first thing in the morning is a time when I like to do the things that are most important to me, reading, meditating, journaling, um, stuff like that, because that's when I have some free time and I can get the day started off however I want it to start. I'm not sucked in by my phone and stuff like that first thing in the day. It's when I feel particularly energized. So that's what works for me. But I think the biggest thing with if you do want to become a meditator is just carve out some time to do it and commit to doing it daily. And I'm not perfect. I definitely don't meditate every day. I would say in general, I probably meditate 70 to 80% of the time. And so it's kind of like 80-20 flexible dieting in that way, like we talk about on the podcast. If you do the right thing, if you eat what you consider to be the right thing 80% of the time, the other 20% can fall by the wayside and it'll be fine. With meditation, I feel like I get the benefits because I do commit to being as good as I can with it and I forgive myself for the days that I'm not able to do it. So just trying to be as consistent as possible and not getting down on myself if I ever miss out. One of the first things I ever remembered noticing uh, when I first started meditating was just I would not get as mad at little things usually people who meet me are struck by, I'm just I'm not a very reactionary person. I'm not someone who gets worked up easily or mad easily. And that's partly just my temperament. But I think partly, I would also attribute that to my meditation practice, because I take that time to calm myself and to look at my thoughts. I think it has made me a lot more understanding and caring. And it's made me get worked up a lot less, I can remember a specific scenario where I would I would often get mad in traffic a lot of the times before I'd started meditating. And I remember one time noticing, man, I'm I'm caught in traffic or someone cut me off or whatever. And usually I'd be pissed, but I was totally unbothered by it. Because with meditation, I think part of the goal is just to learn to accept things that you can't change and just accept things as they are. So as far as the two lessons I wanted to go into a little bit, the first one is that you cannot clear your mind. And so I'll go into that a little bit. And the second lesson is we usually don't think in facts. So with the first lesson, you can't clear your mind. A lot of times people state this as their objection to why they don't meditate. Oh, well, I can't clear my mind. And that's not what meditation is about at all. The best metaphors, I I think I'm using that word correctly. uh, The best metaphors for meditation that I've heard are that it's like watching a storm outside on a stormy night and you're just sitting in solitude alone, watching the storm, watching this craziness unfold that is your thoughts or that it's kind of like watching cars pass by in the street. They're going fast. There's a lot going on there. But all you see is just them whipping by. This is how you observe your thoughts and look at your thoughts. And this is what meditation is about. It's about learning how to not engage with every thought. It's not necessarily about clearing your mind. That's not the purpose. And I don't really think that that's possible. As people, we're always thinking, we're always coming up with narratives and stories. And so to try to train that skill of not always having to listen to your thoughts has been super useful for me. It's also made me realize how fast time goes by. And if you're constantly passing the days and months and years wrapped up in your thoughts, which we all are to some extent, but if you're doing that too much, it can really help. It can really not help, but hurt you in the sense that you're going to probably be more prone to anxiety and depression and things like that. So for me, meditation does a really great job of helping me manage my thoughts. Like I said, not have to cling on to every thought. It also has made me realize that most stuff really doesn't matter in the big context of things. Something you're worried about this month, two or three months from now, chances are you're probably not going to be worried about it. Even if you look on a larger timescale, years, you're, you're even more likely to not be worried about the things that are worrying you on the day to day. So trying to get comfortable with that. But then also understanding that the big things in life are always going to be really important family, your health, stuff like that. And so try to make that at the forefront, but don't get caught up in the minutia because usually our worries pass a lot quicker than we expect them to. As far as the second lesson, we don't usually think in facts. One of the most useful things that a counselor of mine once told me was that you just have to ask yourself from time to time, is what I'm worried about facts? He he said, ask yourself, what are the facts here? So I would go off on this long story about this person or the situation. And we when it when it came down to it, a lot of it was just things I made up in my head. And so when I say we don't usually think in facts, you have to understand that your thoughts are trying to protect you. They're trying to make sense of the world. And a lot of things, just there is no way to make sense of them. So... Just try to keep at the front of mind and meditation helps you do this. Try to keep at the front of mind that we don't always think in facts and that a lot of the stories that we make up are just that. They're stories and they're made up. They're not real. This person doesn't like me. This thing sucks. This thing is personally unfair to me. Most of that stuff is going to be false when it it comes down to it. But we become attached so easily to our thoughts that we have to practice not always believing them and not always hooking on to them, like I said. Um, Another one here, another note that I made is people aren't thinking about you nearly as much as you think. So, we're so inherently self absorbed that's another truism about people uh the first truism being that we're always thinking, but we're always self absorbed too we're always thinking about things in our context, and everyone's always looking at me and This is like a primal thing based on when we were in hunter gatherer tribes, you know ancestrally, we have inherited this this instinct to want to be a part of the group and want to do our best to not be ostracized from the group. And so that makes us very self conscious and very narcissistic in that way. But most of the time people you have to understand are thinking about themselves in the same way that you're always thinking about yourself. So they really don't have time to be thinking about what you're doing is essentially the lesson there. I know that sometimes I've talked to people about gym intimidation, feeling scared that people are going to judge them at the gym because they're out of shape, or they don't know what they're doing or whatever. And usually I just tell people, when's the last time you ever paid attention to what anyone was doing at the gym? Yeah, maybe if they were just a complete outlier, and they were like, super strong, you might have you might have been in awe at that, but you're not going to the gym judging people. You know, people are not on their day to day just walking around judging you thinking about you thinking about your life thinking about things that you did and said, even though that that's what our brain can sometimes make us think. There's a quote that I really like by Richard Feynman, where he says, the first principle is you must not fool yourself, and you are the easiest person to fool. So the flip side of this narcissism and this in-our-head overthinking is that a lot of times we can fool ourselves into, again, believing things that are not fact, but being overly optimistic or being dishonest about what things are a problem in your life, what things you'd like to change, you might say, Oh, I'm fine. I don't need to exercise more because I feel fine. My health is not in jeopardy. Or you might say, Oh, you know, I don't need to talk to my parents more. You know, I talk to them plenty. And I you know, it seems like I just call them all the time. For me, it's important to make lists and make schedules and stuff like that to make sure I'm really holding myself accountable to the things I want to improve. And I don't just let myself make excuses, make stories, um, make things coherent that really are incoherent but I've paired this narrative in my head hopefully hopefully that makes sense so I'd like to end this on something that I heard recently in waking up which is the meditation app that I normally use when I do meditation I'll usually do 10 minutes of meditation on an app that's just going to be guided it's a lot easier for me you don't have to have an app but I find it helpful Um, Sam Harris recently on waking up said that to be a good person and pay attention is living a good life. And it's really that simple. So I think a lot of times we forget we, we, like I said, get caught up in minutia, get caught up on our own narratives. And really, the most important thing is that you just try to be a good person, try to be your best self, love others, love your family, pay lots of attention to your family and things that are important, like your health and your career, if that's important to you. And there's only a few things we really have to worry about. And meditation kind of helps you separate the wheat from the chaff in that way. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. If you would, please take a minute out of your day to review and rate the podcast as well as subscribe. It would really help me out a lot. And if you're on Instagram, go ahead and follow me on there at jakeparker.fit and screenshot and tag me when you're listening to the show. I'll be sure to share it. And thank you personally on there.